<laughs> or anything else is straight or I can be kind of relaxed. You look awesome. Charles, I don't know what this camera doing. It better record though. It's recording. Is it okay with you? Oh no. Okay. Okay, yeah, y'all are good. Okay, well, yeah, scoot in a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, five guys, thank you. Um, I think I like to see if I want to go with shades. Shades on, shades on. I love the shades. Shades on. Either way, you look fly, though. Okay. Those are nice. I love how it's popping with your jacket. Thank you, girl. Thank you. So, I think I'm going to keep the shades on today, y'all. Let's get it. So we're gonna get into it. And so this is the pink link. My name is Marquita Beyond. Thank you for joining me once again. And I have a guest with me today, Andrea Kitten, the author of Young and Tree and more. And so I'm gonna address myself. Awesome. Well, thank you, Marquita. You're welcome. I, I feel so great to be on the Pink Link podcast finally. It's so funny. I guess I'll get into that kind of like what I was thinking about it before. Um, a little later, but I'm Andrea Kitten, y'all. Um, I'm a book coach, an author, anthologist, and I help women entrepreneurs to write and publish their nonfiction books. So that wow. is a passion of mine. And yeah, I just want to help more people to tell their stories. That's awesome. I love that because <laughs> everybody has a story. I mean, I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. You have some type of story to tell. If you don't have a story, you need to start contemplating on what way that you can tell that story because when you tell your story, it's like tell me mm -hmm. testimony in ways and things like that as well. However, you know, what made you get into um, helping women and do you just help women or men as well? So my main audience that I focus on like marketing to is women, okay. but I do have male clients as well. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I know because uh, even as a life coach, people be like, you just have women. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, men, men, they women will hit you up. Yeah. <laughs> women sometimes about mm -hmm. your services and things like this. So that's why I asked. And so how long have you been doing it? So it's, it's coming up on a year now. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm fairly new with the coaching space. Um, but I've been an author since 2016 and prior to that, um, I've always had like a writing career in some facet. So I've been doing this for a long time. Um, so with, as far as my business, I've been having it for the past year. Um, but I mean, like I'm new to the coaching space, but I've always been a writer, right? I've always been in the writing space. So, um, I started out in network marketing, blogging, okay. um, and then I've always been writing since I was a child, and I also had, a, I guess you can say it's a career now, at the time I didn't know what it was, but I started out as a poet, a spoken word artist, traveling wow. across the country, doing features. That's amazing, and so, um, and that's the thing because you start out doing something as something just, something that you just yes. do naturally and love, you grow the love and then mm -hmm. it becomes your business it becomes way you can help others do that same thing yeah so that's inspirational <laughs> i love it girl and so you said you've been doing the helping others write books since mm -hmm. 2016. 
Oh, okay. So I first published my first book in 2016. Oh, your first so book. So after I did that, I did have like some friends like, how do I do this? You know, how do I publish a book? So I helped people to publish their book. It wasn't a business for me then though. That okay. was for free, you know? Exactly. Um, so I just got into the book coaching space a year ago. And I mean, I had been doing it for, you know, some years, but I didn't really... I guess it didn't click in my mind like oh this can be a business you know right um until i got like my own um coach my own you know mentorship right. you know kind of got into the space where i was around a lot of entrepreneurs and figuring out like oh this is what i'm good at why don't i make this a business you know exactly why not so where are you originally from? Are you originally from Atlanta? <laughs> no, from uh, Stockton, California, but Atlanta is home though. I okay, love Cali to ACL. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, you, did you start making California happen, or you got that entrepreneur sense once you got mm -hmm. to ACL? Like many of us, you know, mm -hmm. like we ha maybe have a little piece of it in us, but ACL really bring it out of you. Yeah. So I would say that my family, like my um, parents they were always into entrepreneurship even um though they had like jobs i always seen them like as a kid my mom um and dad they own like a party supply business and my mom would like go and be a clown for parties and like do different wow. things like that um my mom also had her own childcare business so i saw that you know like within my family growing up but I think the reason why I wanted to come to Atlanta is to be around, like, you know, black people. The um, culture. Yeah, the because I grew up, you know, in a very diverse, um, you know, atmosphere. And I love that because right. I can understand the different cultures, right? But I just wanted something different. Like, I wanted to be around that black excellence, black entrepreneurship that type of vibe and i definitely got it when i came here and that's the thing with um atlanta like a lot of places you know people don't they don't encourage entrepreneurship mm -hmm. but in atlanta okay they encourage it everywhere you go everywhere you look like it's like the wakanda of entrepreneurship and just yes. believing in your dreams and your goals and you know taking those risks and so it may, maybe if you're in a place to where, you know, you're not getting pushed, hey, move to alone. Even though we kind of full, but. Right. Come to Atlanta. <laughs> yes. I hear a lot of people right. like, nah, stay where y'all Right. <laughs> Stop moving to Atlanta. But if you got some dreams, hey, you know. There's so enough for all This is the place because the thing is, people will encourage you in, you know, even when you in a place and you like, I don't know, just, you know, you will have someone like, nah, you got to you, you right. do it. That's what this place is like the environment here the culture here is about black excellence and entrepreneurship and building together mm -hmm. it's not that oh now nah, you know discouragement type of stuff in many places where you see people don't want others to win or you know they right. to stay stuck and stagnant this is not that out here i would say that yeah that's true so girl we're gonna get into um <clears throat> um what was this i wanted to say to you but <laughs> Um, so do you have children? Have you how's the dating scene out here for you in Atlanta? So you wanna know about my children or what no, just leave. So I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell it all. Okay. Okay, so um I have a son. Okay. He's, he'll actually be uh, thirteen next month. Um oh my gosh, next month. That's like 
tomorrow. Wow. No, it, it is. is. Um, what day? Because my daughter is next month, March the 9th. On the 26th. Oh, okay. <laughs> got some wiggle room. Yeah. She want a party at the last minute, y'all. Oh, how old is she going to be? 19. Oh my gosh, for real? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Thank you. I would have never guessed, Marquita. <laughs> you wouldn't know that I have a nice skin. Yes. I get that because we was I was literally at her job mm -hmm. and a guy was up in there. That's your friend. Yeah, he was like, I thought that was your friend. I was like, no, I'm her mom. Right. No, I get that too with my son. Right. That's what I'm saying. You look so young. <laughs> you look so young. Or not his age, but like his sister. Right. That's a, that's a compliment. Mm -hmm. Like my friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have a son. Um, he's amazing. Um, he's an artist. So oh, wow. he he's really good at sketching. Um, right. And he wants to be a game developer. Um, I am dating. Um, at this time, I am welcoming my romantic best friend. So I'm, in order Wait, to do that, I have to back be. Back up. You said welcoming romantic best friend. Yes. Welcoming like my romantic best friend. I'll be saying I'm waiting. I love that. Yeah. And that's another thing. They try to say, ooh, a lot of dating scene is this. It's whatever you believe. It's what you, yes. So I, I'm not going to feed it. So when I hear something, I'm saying it. I'm not going to feed it to that. And that's not what I'm going to believe. Yeah. You have to like discern, you know, who exactly. you're dealing with. And you have to have, I think, just, you know, a level of standards about you. Because at the end of the day, there's so many men that I can date here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? There's so choices. many. Every, there's so many choices. But... Every man is not right for me. All I need is one. You know? Reach. So it's like discernments. And then well, yeah. um, I know I, I'm gonna say I have a Jesus Christ discernment, <laughs> but I'm also intuitive. That's yes. just like someone said that me um sat beside me at church this guy yesterday and came in super late. And out of all the places he sit beside me, I'm like, look Lord Jesus. <laughs> like, God, you really play with me. <laughs> and he asked me from he asked me my name, I'm gonna say mm -hmm. this. I told him Tasha girl try with the old Lord forgive my oh, like, like, do you know your name? I was like, I just can't be lying in church. Right. So I'm like, it's Marquita. So then he turns around and asks for my number. I was like, just give me yours. And I'm in church. I'm like, hold on, I'm trying to see what the bishop's saying yes. right now. Good. And I'm just like, as soon as he got up, I delete because I'm like, yeah, we in church, but it's yeah. not. The discernment is not, mm -mm, it's not given. It's not given. That's true. Yes. So. And you know, the fact that, I mean, even though you definitely want to, if you're not interested, you know, you let him, let him off in a good way. But the fact that you were able to, you know, discern that and to, it's okay to change your mind. Right. About something. Because like, me, oh, I like didn't know the number, but you know what? I got to delete this. You know? I, I believe Like, that's okay. It. Yes. I, and I don't. I, I don't do that in a heartbeat. And I've come to a place to where I don't think it's rude. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's nothing wrong with it because mm -hmm. I have the gift of discernment. And you, your intuition will let you know. Yeah. Well. So, that's true. Like, mm -mm, no. That's true. And it's never too late. Yes. <laughs> it's never yes. Too late. Yes. So. Moving on, um, it was one of the poems in this book, and this is Young Andrew too, because um, Andrew here is an author, and I bought this book, and it sort of reminded me of like dating life and things oh, like wow. that. Okay. And, um, nice. I'm trying to find that poem. I knew you, so that's why I was like getting into that sort of. And I'm gonna read this right quick for y'all. Wow. Um, I knew you. I'm sure it feels different when someone walks away with all your stuff. Granted permission was not given, yet I knew you. 
Some situations are violent. Some situations you don't see coming. But in this scenario, you're the spec. You're the suspect. I knew you. So traumatic. The pain will be with me forever. Mm -hmm. I never really knew how Gina Aiko, I don't know how to say her name, <laughs> felt on her bad trip. Now I know. I had no idea I'd be left with these scars. I knew you. Well, I thought I did. Mm -hmm. I thought you'd never put me in a position where I felt powerless. I thought I could count on you to love me for me or hell, at least respect me and not take advantage, not take a piece of me. Mm -hmm. Now, there are remnants of you that I will forever have. Lingering, luckily, not physically. Although it feels like I'm snapped with your inequity for all to see. I'm learning to have conviction in my no using my discernment. I let a little piece of my trust out to breathe. Felt like cloud nine. Felt like cloud nine was the ground that evening. Feeling like my mouth had no opening. Feeling like I was floating. You knew I wouldn't go there. Yet I have minimal, mem minimal. Oh Lord, mem minimal pieces of that night's memory. I knew you took a piece of me. That wasn't given freely. I'm continually, continually learning that the main person to trust is the person that I look in the mirror and see because I knew you and I can't ever forget that feeling. I love that. That's the sign, right? Yes. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Wow. So. How do you feel like you relate to that though? When you think you knew a person and then I guess and and breaking up and mm -hmm. sometimes in relationship you're like i thought i knew you mm -hmm. you know but you you're not who you who i thought i knew yeah and so just and being able to just walk away and the remnants of you know what happened in that situation and things like that and like I was just saying, being able to move forward from what you went through with someone mm -hmm. and then having a better discernment to not put yourself in situations like that again. Yeah. I think the beautiful thing about poetry is that, you know, there's so many different ways that you can interpret it. You know, there's so many different ways that, especially with this series, um, Yoni Tree, that women are, they are relating to it and it's resonating so much with them because we go through these things every single day, mm -hmm. you know? And there's several of those poems that any woman at any given time can just go and read and say, wow, I went through that, or this is something that I'm going through now, or this helps me, you know, to break through. So I just, I love the creative aspect of poetry because it's like, it's like art. It can mm -hmm. be interpreted in your own way with your yes. own understanding. Yeah, you know? I love it. Yes, I love poetry myself. That's why I was like, I love it. Um, it's a place over there. They do like poetry night in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's by a railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. Agape. Oh, okay. Agape. Agape. I've never heard that one. Mm -hmm. Where's that? Um, you know it's, what's it's close to the West End. I want to say. Nice. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, because I was um in the West End, give me some at the mm -hmm. Wadada Market. So that's, <laughs> that's your spot. Yeah, that's a shameless plug. About that last time. <laughs> that's a shameless plug. Um, not even sponsored, but yeah. I said Wadada or either so vegetarian, mm -hmm. give me a bite to eat when I don't even want to cook and I might have food at home. I mean, having food at home. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it was a guy, he was like, he's going to be there performing, but I don't think I was able to catch it because it was like last minute. Like, yeah. You know, 
But yeah, they have poetry nights too. So did you do any live poetry here? Have you been doing it lately or just been focusing on one thing? So I have not done live poetry in years. Um, that's actually, you know, what I started out doing um, here in Atlanta. But I actually, that is something that I'm planning on getting back into. So um, I'm thinking next month I'll probably you know, go out and perform. When you say you want to get back into it, is that mm -hmm. where you feel like you get your your mojo, most of your mojo to continue to be inspired in what you do behind the scenes with the um, mm -hmm. coach and others to write and things like that? Is it? So, I mean, I felt like there was a time in my life where that was, that was like my essence. That was just me, like being on stage that gave me life, you know, just hearing people's feedback when I jumped off stage. Right. Yo, you just said everything I was thinking. Right. Like that type of vibe. Like I just felt like at a time, like the stage was a part of me, you know, but I just kind of transitioned into, and so it's, it's like always a poet though, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm still writing, I'm still publishing books. I'm still, right. you know, helping other people to, you know, get published. I'm still, doing things in the field but it just came to a point to where i kind of i guess lost that stage i don't you know i don't know it you might have been so long it's just not right you haven't yeah. done it so long but then when you do it again so you're like, it is something that i want to get back into and i think that um i've had some really good days on stages but my best days are still before me, you know? So Amen. I loved it. Yeah. I love that you say that because that's what I was telling someone too. They was like, something about, um, they was great and something, somewhere they was at. And I was like, well, it's good that, you know, you are where you at. Yeah. Because it was like the hate that they was receiving. Mm. And, I'm, and they was like, I'm doing so great and I'm doing great. And I was like, and greater is coming, you yes. know? Because, you know, we can be doing great now, but we have to still believe that what we see now is just a taste of what is to come because right. it's only it only gets greater later that's true no, like that's your latter days or your best days yeah yes girl love it <laughs> uh, so um <clears throat> what else can we get into because i didn't even do any preset questions for andrea i was like girl we're gonna do a conversation <laughs> it's, good, right? it's gonna be off the dome today so that we can just naturally flow and so we're trying to naturally flow without those <laughs> questions so let me ask you this um how many women have you helped mm -hmm. to write books yeah so i've helped over 33 women to be published um and specifically with their own books um i've helped five um and then with this there's about 55 of us in total oh, wow so, so you do like a combination of um people in, into one book as mm -hmm. well so this, yeah, I know this, this is like a, this is an anthology some some people call it a compilation book um oh, so it, say that a word for me again anthology anthology yeah okay. so, so that means you have more than one or um author yeah so okay. it's a collection of women um artists so as you can see there's like some drawings inside of the book so those are by um specific oh, wow. artists and poets so okay, I yeah, love we it. just all kind of come together, and um, the mission is women's empowerment and healing. Those are our main themes, but we focus on you know different topics like parenthood, like being a mother, um, wow, love, loss, because um, many of us have lost children, 
or you know other loved ones um it's amazing actually how many people have experienced that um trauma is another um subject because with the trauma we that's where we the we healing comes out. in right mm -hmm. um so we've had a plenty of um sexual abuse you know survivors um rape survivors um those types of things so I love what you're doing because as I'm um, listening to you and you were saying you know all the things that we as people are faced with you know mm -hmm. trauma you know grief and losses and sometimes people turn to substances and things outside of themselves but it sometimes just taken to tap into who yeah. you are in your mind and pour that out on paper to release yourself instead of doing something else to continue to cause chaos and havoc in yes. your life. So poetry and writing your book or whatever is mm -hmm. definitely an outlet instead of turning to something else for to be able to release what you're going through. So that's Girl, that was good because <laughs> that's what I say too. Like a lot of my clients, they come to me and they're like, wow, this is a cathartic experience, you know, right. just writing my story, being able right. to write down, you know, like it's deep. Feel, so it's deep. I love it. Cause even this morning myself, and, and mm -hmm. I'm getting back intentional with journal journaling myself, cause yeah. I, you know, I do things for well-being, mental health, but I, I had got kind of like out of the journaling, mm -hmm. and so just to do that this morning, it was like a release, you know, and just you know, not just journaling my feelings and my thoughts, but also journaling my um, affirmations and things that yeah. I'm speaking, you know. So yes, it's powerful, you all. Do you do scripting too? Scripting, explain it. Like, more. um, kind of like projecting your future. So oh. writing out exactly how you want your life to be, and it's it's a form of like manifestation. I think I did something yeah. sort of like that with Bob Proctor. If if, nice. if it's from something he's done, mm -hmm. it was something similar to that. I want to say. Um, and how does he start it? Um. I have, I believe in now is something. Yeah. Else. So that yeah. was sort of the script that I want to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's manifestation videos on here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> get off it's not off track because it's what we're talking about as well. But you all, it is powerful. I'm yes. telling you all. I'm telling y'all. It's powerful. Go watch those manifestation videos too. <laughs> so I'm going to read one more thing from um, Yana Tree, her, um, Yana Tree Volume 1. So this is identity, what I believe, the ways that I give, what makes me beautiful is how I choose to live. Mm -hmm. And that's by Joy Nias. I love that. Nice. Yeah. She's what I believe, the ways that I give, what you believe, okay. and are you being a servant? Don't, not just looking for something. Come on. And that's, that shows up in your life. And that's how you, that's how you can live. Like just doing those simple things, grasping that. To live, being able to, you know, be a servant, not just serving others and you be served. I love it. I love it too. Girl. Make sure you um well if y'all get the book, make sure you read the whole poem too because she goes really deep too. Oh wow. And a lot of her poems have to do with like um her identity, her body image, like all of that. She's amazing. She's from my hometown too. So. Oh wow. Yeah. That's really amazing, cool. girl. And so, um, <clears throat> what do you see yourself, what have you scripted or see mm -hmm. yourself as being in the next three to five years? Ooh, this is, this is a lot. Okay, so, um, I really want to help, oh my gosh, I want to help, so three to five years, so, 
Hmm. Or five years. We can be concrete with that number. That's another thing. You have to be more specific. Yes. So we're going to just say five years. Dang, I feel like, see, I don't know if this is like big enough, but I want to help a thousand women to tell their stories. So um, whether it's through the Yoni Tree series, whether it's through just them writing their memoirs or their self-help books, you know, their how-to books, um, those types of books. Um, just helping a thousand women tell their stories. Um, I just really want to be the greatest expression of a mother that I can be um, for my son. Like I feel like I'm doing a really good job right now. You are, you are. But um, like I just want to be that girl for him. Like that, you know, like the example. And I also want to. Um, you are that girl because you would be amazed at how much your children admire you. Yeah. And then I'll catch you off guard and be like, wow, they actually watch yes. He's a watcher. And he does, you know, express to me, but I think sometimes as mothers, we, you know, kind of don't realize, you know, mm -hmm. how good we're doing or, right. you know, how we're doing. Um, so that's a major thing on my list. Um, I want to be married, definitely. Amen. Um, it's end. done. It's done. <laughs> it's already done. For sure. And just my son seeing um, my partner loving me and yes. treating me, you know, amazingly. Like, I want him to so see that have an example. example. Yes, of like how to be a man, how to, you know, mm -hmm. just how to treat a woman, how to, you know, how to love. Like, I want him to see that example. And. Like my, I think my main things are really just my happiness and well-being. Mm -hmm. Like that's I script a lot about that, and of course that's all-encompassing, you know, for my business, for my health, you know, um, wealth, all of that. Um, my son's happiness and well-being, and just the growth and the impact of my business. Those are my main things. Like. Um, yeah. Okay, so since you mentioned you want to be married, mm -hmm. what is it that you're looking for in your husband, your purpose partner, your, <laughs> you know, the guy that you would want to spend the rest of your life with? Because, hey, he can come across this video, honey. I just want to hit you up. I'm single. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Like, we got to put it out there to the universe. <laughs> So I don't. I honestly don't usually like to share the details because then they will the men will come along <laughs> and try to just be what I want them to be. I like to get to know, you know, the so people one, and see one thing, right? See if they vibe. Um, so one thing um, that's really important to me is somebody who is generous. Yes. Um, and I don't just mean with money. Yes, I want you to be generous that with your money. Like me. <laughs> but generous with your love, generous with your time, you know, for me. So, yeah, I think that's yes, the quality that's, that's, that I really... That's exactly like. what I be saying. I'm like, look, um, he needs to be able to be a provider, you know. Mm -hmm. He needs to be able to be a listener and mm -hmm. be able to lead. And he, first and foremost, he needs to be submitting to a higher power because Come if on. you're not submitting, how can I submit to you? And I want to submit to my that's husband. True. Yes. You know, yes. I want to be able to submit. But if I can't trust you, you <laughs> know, how can I be able to submit? And that's the thing. It's not that women um, don't want to submit. It's are you able to submit yourself first before you want someone to submit to you? Because that's how they go. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Girl. I agree with that. 
well hunsi um so what would you tell someone out there who is looking to you know want to write a book or mm -hmm. don't know where to start what would you say what would you say come see me book. No, <laughs> no but seriously though like if you want to write a book um like marquita said in the beginning like i feel like we all have a story to tell right and i know there's so many people that come to me and they're like oh like i want to write a book like i've been you know wanting to write this for years and it's like yeah so now you just have to decide that you're gonna do it because honestly there's so many people that want to write books say they want to write books but they don't ever make the decision to actually write it i think that's the biggest thing deciding to, it. yeah to move forward with it because um that's even stuck with me for so long i've been wanting to be an author since the third grade my substitute teacher said that i could be an author because i used to wow. sit in class and write poetry and for the, for the long yeah, time i knew it I, I it was i was in my late 20s you know so wow. it's like um, um i had to cut you off but imagine if you had start just sticking with it mm -hmm. all the way through like you would be like what are the greatest greatest poets Shakespeare or something? <laughs> <laughs> for real though, but yeah. So it's it it took that long for me, and it's like when I decided to actually write the book, it was like a matter of two months that wow. I got it. You know that I got it done. If even that, you know, it was very quick. Um, so I would just say decide to write it. Um, just some quick little tips like you need to be prepared in the beginning because a lot of people get stuck and keep starting and stopping their books starting and stopping because they don't prepare themselves so when it comes to preparing i mean like actually planning out the process like writing an outline of what you want to write about you know um from chapter to chapter um i mean um as far as like your environment where are you going to be writing when are you going to be writing have you put this in your schedule every week like a you routine, know like a daily yeah oh, and then you literally have to plan it out to a t because as um, if you was going to your job you're not exactly. so it's just it all boils down to you know how committed you are and then there's some people who they know what they want to write about but they don't really no, like, oh, what's the writing structure of a book? Right. So you might need some outside help, you know, as far as that. But if you are already like a writer, then it's just that that planning part that probably you need to tackle. If you need help with like structure, maybe you need some outside help. Maybe mm -hmm. you need a book coach. Maybe you need, you know, a mentor, you know, some something like that. So it just depends, wow. but get started, you know. Please get started because um, another thing you said, you got the idea in third grade, but you didn't start till you was 23, right? How was I? Um, shoot, how old am I now? <laughs> it's 2023. Sheesh. So it was like, I was I think I was like 27. Yeah. Wow. So, and that reminds me, like, for the longest I, for 10 years, I wanted to move to Atlanta and I, um, kept letting other people talk me out of it so um if so you got some naysayers you need to cut them out maybe cut them all mm -hmm. and so it took me like maybe a good 10 years or so before i actually moved here wow. you know when i got the, the thing but i can't even say that well you know that was not the time i should have because mm -hmm. i feel like 
at the same time, it's always the right time once once it starts happening. Yeah, so like, and things know, kind of fall. Sometimes line. you just get the little pieces, yeah, and then you just go back to them. But sometimes we can get further along and we start moving too, like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and stop procrastinating and, you know, having an imposter syndrome, as they say, and just steady put things off or, yeah. you know, in fear or letting other people fear, put other people project their fear on us. Right. And yeah. that's a big one too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you really, like, just yes. go for it. Whatever it is, whether it's writing your book or whatever dreams you have, go for it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you know it's been years ago, this is a, this is confirmation today is to start doing the work. Start mm -hmm. applying yourself. For real. Yes. Where are you from? Jackson, Mississippi. Girl. Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, cool. I knew it was somewhere like in the South. You got the twine. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. So what did you like what why did you want to come out here to Atlanta? Well, okay, first we took a school trip and so that was like when I was in sixth grade. Then I took another trip with a church, with my church, and then with a church I was attending at the time. And so every time I came, it was just like the atmosphere, like, I didn't even know no about no culture, no freak nigga, no none of that at the time, because I was a young girl, but, um, I was just, I always say, I'm gonna move to Atlanta, <laughs> right, I was just like, I'm gonna move to Atlanta, one day. I'm gonna move to Atlanta, and before I knew it, one year, and, and this is another thing, this is powerful, I, I put my mind to, I said, okay, if this is the year I'm going to move, I told myself, I said, this is the year I'm moving to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I started doing what I had to do. I started implementing. I started you making making decision. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're going to get that click. Mm -hmm. And so, let me tell you though. When I was moving, um, people was, the naysayers mm -hmm. was in my ear. They was projecting their fear. Yeah. Oh, you just going out there with you and your children. And this and that, you're going to be like you in the jungle. And mm -hmm. people was, stop calling, cut me off, you know. Um. God told me, and, and and I'm not saying this to bash no more because I think everything, you know, they were saying that was out of concern yeah, for me. It was good. For right, it was out of concern. So I want to be, you know, diligent and sincere when I say mm -hmm. that it was out of their concern for me. Um, but they were just like, God put in my heart to tell you, don't move out there with them children mm -hmm. like that and this and that. All kind of stuff that could have made me stay. Right. Um, if I hadn't listened to the voices outside of what I was listening to above. And so, um, and just seeking God, I was just praying. And so soon after, after that phone call, you know, me, telling me what God told them, Joel Austin, y'all probably heard this before, and he was, I turned it on, and he was like, God is not gonna go to someone else about what he can come to you about. Woo! So when I got that, I was, baby, gone. Boom, baby. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, like, and that's how I live my life, like, Prayer and confirmation, that's just like, with something the other day, I, I've been praying, praying, praying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, should I do this? And contemplating. And in that moment, as soon as I pick up my phone, the person, the thing that I was contemplating about doing, they was messaging me right when I picked my phone. Oh, so I was like, I'm going to do it. Yes. So, you know. You know what? That's funny that you say that because it's so, oh my gosh. So, this is what I mean, like, about scripting and stuff, too. So I literally was like, okay, I'll, you know, I want to start getting back out there, getting on podcasts and everything, right? Oh my gosh, I wish I brought it with me. Wow. But I literally had your name and the Pink Link podcast at you the top of my me. list. You is giving me. Oh my when God. I'm going to take a picture of it because 
is literally at the top of my list right and then it's so funny so this was like maybe like a couple of weeks prior to and then i have accountability sisters that there's a group of us um there's four of us in this because i hate you up right and so i told them you know one of my goals was to get on more podcasts the very next week you dm'd me and you were like wow um hey i would like to you know have you as a guest on the pink league podcast and i was like wow and i literally screenshotted it and i sent it to my sisters oh like, my god i have a screenshot can i yes yes okay. i don't want to mess up but y'all um it was something i was going to say Shoot, what? Where did it go? I'm so excited, y'all, about No, this like, show. I literally screenshotted it and sent it to them, like, yo, I just said. Oh, that this is another thing I wanted to say. Is. That, um, me asking people, like, and where I come from, you know, I had lost my mom and my sister, so asking mm -hmm. sometimes, I would not get the help that I needed, you know, mm -hmm. with my children sometimes, you know, and that was because probably people had their own things in life, so, you know, I would be in a position to where, I asked someone maybe keep my kids while I work. They couldn't, but they would keep my kids when I went to the club. Wow. And so now I'm in the season, God has put me in the season to where I'm having to ask people. And I'm like, this ain't something that I really want to do mm -hmm. by asking people, but I've had to humble myself. This has been an experience for me to humble myself to ask people whether they say yes or no. And, you know, it's just been a blessing because I'm just trusting God and I'm not in that place of when when you're when you feel like you can't ask for help a lot of times you replan an old story come on so you're you still back there when people was telling you no when you gotta let that go you gotta let it go be at, to be able to move forward to what God has for you and a lot of times that's humbling yourself before others and trusting him with the process you know if someone is not able to and a lot of times it's not about you it's about maybe things that they're trying to work on in their lives you know so you just gotta take the nose and keep it going and trust god because i mean i've been asking some people and then some people respond yes some people don't but i keep asking because i'm not gonna let one no stop me from where i'm going wow you're at the top Girl, yeah. this is and so powerful. That text, like, Let me, girl, I'm gonna play this clearly. Yes, like, show it on the camera. See if I can get it on the camera. Like, wow, that is like. Is it on there? It, it might be on there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's on there. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that is nothing but God, you all. Like, but yeah, and then I get you all. It's crazy God has said he would make my name great. 
So you have to know that you are great in that you create, you yeah. know, you trust God, but you got to do some work. And it's it's only gonna get better. So yeah, you good. Serious girl. Yes. This has been a blessing. <laughs> this is like more confirmation for me. 